is here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Mark Levin here, our number 877-381-3811, 877-381-3811. Chuck Schumer yesterday on the floor of the Senate. Cut 16, go. There are so many obstacles to legislation, and when the president can do it with his own pen, it makes no sense. Ryan, the president signing it, attaching it to things that are unacceptable. Legislation is not the way to go here when it's so easy for the president to sign it. It's an excuse. So the president today signed it. An executive order. An executive order that requires the families to stay united. Illegal aliens coming into this country intentionally bypassing legal ports of entry. Then coming into this country, claiming asylum, triggering a administrative slash legal process that could take a few weeks, in requiring our departments and agencies to determine if the adult is in fact the parent of the child whom they've brought with them illegally or not in order to protect the child. The president has signed an executive order that they must stay together. I understand why he signed this executive order. Because of the grotesque demagogues in the media, in the Democrat Party, and in the ethnic front groups who insisted that the president do this. Now, there's two problems. One... I don't believe it's legal. Why? Because we have a court order in place that says you cannot detain minors for more than 20 days. Now, that's whether they're with their parents or not. That was the problem from the get-go. Number two, it's not enough for the left. As I told you last week and earlier this week, what they want is open borders. What they want as a solution is for these families coming here illegally, intentionally bypassing legal ports of entry to come into the country illegally and disappear in the interior of the country. That's what the Democrats want. They haven't said it yet, but that's what they want. And so I would ask members of the media, in fact, I'll be very specific. Let's just pick on one. I would ask Jake Tapper. Now that the president has signed this executive order, as Chuck Schumer insisted, as you folks in the media insisted, that he could put an end to this today, are you happy with this solution? Are you happy with this solution? Now the families will all be detained together. Adults with children. In family detention centers. The ACLU's not happy. 
The ACLU put out a statement. President Trump has been brought to his knees because of the lawsuit we filed on February 26. Of course, that has nothing to do with it, but let's continue. And the ensuing public outcry. Kids should not have been separated from their parents in the first place, and they still don't belong in jail. His alleged solution to a crisis of his own making is many months too late. It is a crisis that should not have happened to begin with. He has caused irreparable damage to thousands of migrant, excuse me, immigrant families. The devil's in the details, they go on. The crisis will not abate until each and every single child is reunited with his or her parent. An 11th hour executive order doesn't fix the calamitous harm done to thousands of children and their parents. This executive order would replace one crisis for another. Children don't belong in jail at all, even with their parents, under any set of circumstances. If the president thinks placing families in jail indefinitely is what people have been asking for, he's grossly mistaken. Now, that's what's going to catch on next. Okay, now the family's together. But they're in these horrific concentration camps. They're in these Nazi concentration camps. They're in these Japanese internment camps. Families are together. But now we're treating them like it's Guantanamo Bay. How long are they going to be there? What's their treatment like? All of a sudden, send the reporters in. Let's see if they're getting three squares. Let's see if they each have a bed and clean sheets and go on and on and on. And if not, they'll find a judge who says, release them all. Release them all. They'll say it violates the 14th Amendment to the Constitution. What does? Oh, yes, yes, yes. You don't understand. It says people, not citizens. I'm telling you, they're drawing up the law papers as I speak. This is the plot. This is the plan. To eviscerate any notion of a border. And they sit in their conference rooms on the 12th floor of these skyscrapers, air-conditioned, these left-wing lawyers, and they plot and they scam, they form shop, they twist the law, they kick holes in the Constitution, and this is what they do. President signed an executive order because the media are out of control, the Democrats are out of control, Hollywood's out of control. They're all one and the same. The same hate America mindset. No responsibility to the adults who come into this country illegally rather than through the legitimate ports of entry. No accountability whatsoever. The fact that there's an increasing number of drug cartel types and pedophilia types and so forth who are dragging kids into this country and claiming them as their own. They don't even talk about that because it gets into the way of their political agenda. Jake Tapper. Jake Tapper. What's the solution to this, Jake? To let the family loose, right? Into the country. To break existing immigration laws. Isn't that the answer, Jake? Jake, who used to work for a left-wing congresswoman, Democrat from Montgomery County, Pennsylvania, Mezvinsky. Jake, who used to work for Hancock Control, Inc., Jake, who's on CNN every day calling Trump a liar, going around various TV shows where he's well accepted and different social events in Washington and New York, hawking his fiction book. 
on TV hawking as fiction news. What's the solution here, Jake? We all pretty much know this executive order won't be upheld. We all pretty much know a left-wing judge, one out of a thousand out there somewhere, will rule that you can't keep these families in these, these horrific detention centers. They must be released. We all know that'll be the end of enforcement, just as we all know that we have these federal judges that allow cities and states to nullify federal immigration law. They call themselves sanctuary cities, sanctuary states. These little confederacies that are out there using the same arguments as the confederacy did way back when. The irony is totally lost on the press because the press has as their goal to advance an ideology, not the news, not facts. You've seen this repeatedly during the course of this administration. You saw it unbelievably in the last week. At the White House press conference, at the at the media correspondence dinner, you see it every night on TV. They're agenda-driven. They're ideology-driven. And then they tell you they're there protecting freedom of the press when they're abusing it every step of the way. These are not noble people. These are not nonpartisans. These are not objective people. These are ideologues. And they go in one direction, the left. The president signed an executive order which, in the end, will be challenged by the likes of the ACLU and these ethnic front groups because it's not enough. They want more. They want open borders. And the Democrat Party is the vessel through which, it's the political entity through which they will get what they want. They will get what they want. And Jake Tapper sits there in his sanctimony, accusing other people of lying when he lies through his teeth. He's no newsman. He's an ideologue. Just like all the rest of them on CNN and MSNBC. Rachel Maddow crying in her hands. Tell me, ladies and gentlemen, as we were doing our research over the last several days, talking about these various instances in which the Obama administration did similar things, tell me, ladies and gentlemen, why wasn't Rachel Maddow crying before? Where was Jake Tapper before? They were nowhere. And then when you point out that families were separated before, they call you liars because under this president they're doing it, you know, 100% of the way, not 80% or 50% or whatever it is. And so the president of the United States comes into office and he has choices to make. He's got this decision in the Ninth Circuit that says you can't detain these kids more than 20 days. He's got their parents or adults who are bringing them into the country coming illegally. They're not coming through the legitimate ports of entry. They claim asylum. That triggers an entire process. And so they separate the kids from the adults to figure out the situation that the adults are claiming with asylum, to make sure they're not MS-13, to make sure they're not drug cartel types, to make sure those kids weren't kidnapped, to make sure these guys aren't pedophilia, to make sure all these things. And the Trump administration is attacked. Because, you see, unlike the Obama administration, unlike the Bush administration, they make no exceptions. They apply the law legally. Equally, that is. They apply the law equally. Then they're 
said to be in Nazi concentration camps, these kids, and Japanese internment camps. We have to hear this from Laura Bush. We have to hear this from, from truly sickening people who obviously haven't looked at the black and white films of the Holocaust, of the ovens, of the mass graves, who are by inference or worse, suggesting that our men and women, very courageous, on the southern border, who are trying to do their very best and who are overwhelmed, are the equivalent of Nazi guards. The equivalent of Nazi guards. When Donald Trump calls MS-13 types animals, he's attacked, he has to defend himself, it goes on day in, day out, day in, day out. When the left calls American lawmen and women who are trying to protect this country, whether it's ICE or some of the backup organizations, the equivalent of Nazis, that's okay. Right? Jake Tapper? Isn't that right, Jake Tapper? Now when we come back, I will demonstrate to you what a liar Jake Tapper is, and not only him, but virtually everyone in his so-called profession. I'll be right back. Lovin. NBC News reports, without context, without any information in addition to what Obama says, made an impassioned plea in a Facebook post Wednesday for the end to a federal policy that separates migrant families at the U.S. border, appealing to America's moral consciousness, and without mentioning political affiliations to get his point across. Quote, to watch those families broken apart in real time puts to us a very simple question. Are we a nation that accepts the cruelty of ripping children from their parents' arms? Or are we a nation that values families and works to keep them together? Our ability to imagine ourselves in the shoes of others to say, there but for the grace of God go I, is part of what makes us human. His comments came an hour or so before Trump, the President Trump signed an executive order. Now who was president before Trump? Who was president before Trump? I want to go back to an article that I read to you the other day from the Washington Compost, March 11, 2015. Last spring, as Central American children flooded into Texas, this is three years ago, in a way he had never seen in his three-decade career, Border Patrol agent Robert Harris decided to experiment. His intelligence analysts estimated that 78% of the guides smuggling other migrants were Mexicans younger than 18. Teenagers often hired or conscripted by drug cartels that knew they would not be prosecuted if caught, and he wanted to attack this loophole. So in other words, this is a big problem. It's not parents bringing children over all the time. Why don't we remove those juveniles from the smuggling cycle? Harris, the outgoing commander of the Laredo sector of U.S. Customs and Border Protection, recalled thinking, again, this is under Obama. Now, as a result of that decision, young Mexicans are being held for months without charge in shelters across the United States, sometimes without their parents' knowledge. 
Remember, we talked about this the other day. Since the program began in May, 536 juveniles have been held, 248 of whom have been deported to Mexico after an average stay of 75 days, according to Border Patrol statistics. Mexican authorities say some of these repeat border crossers have spent as much as six months in U.S. custody while they await an appearance before an immigration judge. And it goes on in great length. This never appeared on Jake Tapper's show. It didn't appear on it three years ago, and it hasn't appeared on it since. Despite him and his ilk on CNN, on MSNBC, in the White House press corps, from the New York Times, from the Washington Post, right here, from NBC and ABC and CBS, all they have to do is a little bit of research on themselves to know that this problem was a huge problem before Donald Trump became president of the United States. That there was a federal court decision in the Ninth Circuit before Donald Trump became president of the United States. That, in fact, children were being separated from adults before Donald Trump became president of the United States. But, Mark, it wasn't as a, as a no-tolerance policy, but it was at a sometimes-tolerance policy, and they didn't address it. Now, there are more stories on this that I'd like to point out as well. There were photographs. The Daily Caller has a whole bunch of photographs of the conditions in detention centers during the Obama administration. Jake Tapper missed all of this, as did CNN and MSNBC and all the rest of them. They didn't really miss it. They're cover-up artists. They're censors. I'll be right back. Yes, it's true that Mark Levin is the fastest growing radio show in America. The Mark Levin Show is on at 877-381-3811. Now, Jake Tapper and the media have ignored a lot in order to attack Trump and to demagogue this issue. Including another Washington Compost piece. I just read you one from March 11, 2015, which I referred to earlier in the week, if not last week. Then there's one January 2016. The Obama administration failed to protect thousands of Central American children who have flooded across the U.S. border since 2011, leaving them vulnerable to traffickers and to abuses at the hands of government-approved caretakers. A Senate investigation found at no time did Laura Bush write an op-ed. At no time did uh, uh, Michelle Obama have a chat with her husband. At no time were any of the Democrats who are squawking now, squawk back then, at no time did Jake Tapper find this important enough to talk about. Hollywood, absolutely silent. The Office of Refugee Resettlement, an agency of the Department of Health and Human Services, failed to do proper background checks of adults who claim the children, which is exactly what the Trump administration is trying to do, allowed sponsors to take custody of multiple unrelated children which what the Trump administration is trying to prevent and regularly place children in homes without visiting the locations, according to a 56-page investigative report. And once the children left federally funded shelters, the report said the agency permitted their adult sponsors to prevent caseworkers from providing them post-release services. Nazi Germany? Question mark? Senator Rob Portman initiated the six-month investigation after several Guatemalan teens were found in dilapidated trailer park near Marion, Ohio, where they were being held captive by traffickers and forced to work on a local egg farm. 
The boys were among more than 125,000 unaccompanied minors who've surged in the United States since 2011, fleeing violence and unrest in Guatemala, Honduras, and El Salvador. Here's your left-wing policies. It's Trump who's having to deal with them. It's Sessions who's having to deal with them. That is the results of these left-wing policies. They are inhumane. They lack compassion. Just like Jake Tapper and the whole phalanx of miscreants and malcontents on MSLSD, CNN, and all the rest of them. Never said a damn thing. Never said a thing. It is intolerable that human trafficking, modern-day slavery, could occur in our own backyard, Portman said in a written statement. What makes the Marion cases even more alarming is that a U.S. government agency was responsible for delivering some of the victims into the hands of their abusers. What do you say, Laura Bush, Michelle Obama? Barack Obama has the gall to put out a statement today about Trump. The report concluded that administration policies and procedures were inadequate to protect the children in the agency's care. HHS spokesman Mark Weber said in a statement, that the agency would review the committee's findings carefully and continue to work to ensure the best care for the children we serve. The report was released ahead of a hearing before the Senate Permanent Subcommittee on Investigations. Portman chairs it. Claire McCaskill is the ranking Democrat. It detailed nearly 30 cases where unaccompanied children have been trafficked after federal officials, after, released them to sponsors, or where there were serious trafficking indicators. And it goes on and on and on and on. A little over a year ago, a year and a half ago. Not a damn word out of Jake Cap- Capper's mouth. Nothing. No executive orders from Obama, I'll tell you. Nothing. Incredible, No. The Intelligence or New York. January 29, 2016. While the Obama administration was do- doing nothing to block the Russian interference in our election, they were perpetrating these activities. Eric Levitz, the United States government, placed an unknown number of Central American migrant children into the custody of human traffickers. After neglecting to run the most basic checks on these so-called caregivers, according to a Senate report, in the fall of 2013, Obama, tens of thousands of unaccompanied minors traveled to the U.S. southern border in flight from poverty and gang violence in Central America. At least six of those children were eventually resettled, and we get into the egg farm and so forth. And there's a lot more that these multi-billion dollar media corporations failed to cover. cover. That's why, Jake Tapper, you're the liar. You're the fraud. When the president said he inherited this, these were Democrat policies. He was right. A left-wing judge in the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals. A left-wing judge. Left-wing policies. He was right. He wants to secure the border so fewer and fewer illegal aliens come into this country. Jake Tapper, the media, and the Democrats will not accept it. They won't secure the border. So more and more people come here illegally, and there are consequences. There are many evil people, evil people, drug traffickers, 
pedophiles, all kinds of people who are dragging kids across the border in order to get into this country. And we, we are trying to separate the good from the bad. And we are attacked as running concentration camps or internment camps by a former first lady, by another former first lady, by a former president under whom this activity was taking place. By a media, a media in the aggregate whose asses are in Washington, D.C., and they never get off their fat asses to find out what's going on because they don't care. They heard this could be used against Trump, and off to the races they are. Well, they're really enforcing the law, though, really separating the... Now the president signs an executive order, which in my humble opinion, he really had to do, but just so you understand will eventually be shot down. Because it violates that federal court order. Because Chuck Schumer said, use your pen, Mr. President, use your pen. We can't get legislation passed here. Expose himself again. As the political snake oil salesman he is. They don't give a crap about kids. I've said it day in and day out. The Democrat Party and the abortion industry are tied at the hip. No abortion is too many abortions for the Democrats. The last second, the last day, the last week, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Planned Parenthood, despite what was uncovered with Planned Parenthood, with undercover videos. You want to talk about Nazi concentration camps. What happens? The left unleashes their prosecutors against the men and women who exposed them. But they care about children, don't you know? They drive up the debt that our children are going to suffer under that will drive down this economy. They're passing a massive debt to children yet born. And they claim to care about the kids. They care, to, they care about government and power. That's what they care about. It's that simple. And for anybody, media type, former first lady, former president, members of Congress, leaders of the Democrat Party, certain members of the Republican Party to compare this to Nazi Germany. And the concentration camps. Or the Japanese internment camps under Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Is unconscionable. Absolutely unconscionable. Jake Tapper. What a pathetic joke. All of the, the fourth and fifth tier failing journalism students. Popping off. Because of cable TV. Embarrassing. The hate America first crowd. Meanwhile, their next step is exactly what I said. Let them go. Because you cannot detain them forever. Is forever 30 days? Yes, it's the forever. Let them go. They're going to go into federal courts. They're going to cherry pick. They're going to look for an Obama judge. 
like this Jackson in Washington, D.C., who puts Manafort in prison before his trial. Or the ones in California, or the ones in Maryland, or the ones in Seattle. Yes, they're going to look for the Obama judges, the ACLU, the ethnic front groups, the Democrat Party. Let them go. Let them go. We can't keep these families locked up like this in these concentration camps and internment camps. This is un-American. We cannot do anything. You can't do this. Look at the psychological effects. And the Never, never will they mention who's responsible for being here in the first place illegally. They'll never mention it. When you mention the consequences to American society, to supporting such politics, they don't want to hear it. When you mention the, the murders and rapists and other thugs that you've led into this country with open borders, they don't want to hear it. When you mention the growth of MS-13, they don't want to hear it. They'll tell you who's going to pick the lettuce, who's going to cut your lawn, who's going to clean your house. We know these deplorable Americans. They're not going to do it, the lazy bastards. No, no, no. The poor and illiterate from around the world, they'll save America. And one day they'll also vote Democrat. And that's the nub of the matter. The media were just as furious as the Democrats when Trump won election. Because they're one and the same. We are being treated, the American people, you and I, we are being treated like they treat the people in the third world under dictatorships. Our media is not a free media. It is a groupthink media. It is a media that drives an ideological agenda. Started about 100 years ago, but it's really... It's really picked up since Reagan, and it's completely out of control today. And the president is right to call them the fake media. He's right to call them out by name. He's right to call out specific media corporations. And when he does, they claim that he's harming the First Amendment and freedom of the press. The sanctimony and snobbery of the media today is beyond the pale beyond the pale I'll be right back Mark Lovin you shower or brush your teeth or try to make your hair look presentable here's some very good news Dollar Shave Club well they have lots of stuff to help you out Dollar Shave Club delivers everything you need to look, feel, and smell your best. Shampoo, conditioner, body wash, toothpaste, hair gel, everything. All of Dollar Shave Club's products are made with top-shelf ingredients that won't break your budget. You'll feel the difference. Plus, shipping is free with your membership. And here's a great way to try a bunch of Dollar Shave Club's products. For just 5 bucks, you can get their Daily Essential Starter Kit. Comes with Amber Lavender Calming Body Cleanser their world-famous shave butter, and their best razor, the six-blade executive. Keep the blades coming for a few more bucks a month and add in shampoo, toothpaste, or anything else you need. 
Check it all out. Go to dollarshaveclub.com slash mark, dollarshaveclub.com slash mark, dollarshaveclub.com slash mark. Okay. You know, there's a company out there called Sinclair. And if I read the tea leaves right, they want to create another conservative cable network. They have a whole bunch of local television stations. They they purchased WGN, one of the early cable channels, if not the earliest one. Uh, I don't know the specifics, but I know they're already under attack by the left and by Democrats and so forth and so on. I'm telling you, we cannot have enough. And I'm telling you as somebody who has a Sean Fox, we cannot have enough conservative media. And I don't mind calling it conservative media. Because there is as close to a monopoly as you can possibly have in this country on communication. On communication. And it is frightening what they omit, what they focus on, how they shift from issue to issue. And it just so happens during the 18 months of the Trump administration, virtually every major story pressed by the groupthink media has been harmful to the president and helpful to his opponents. Now think about that. Harmful to the president and helpful to his opponents. Virtually everyone. Jake Tapper has provided no context for this latest story. None. Instead, he essentially calls the president a liar. And the president certainly was not lying. He's trying to deal with what came. Now, television is a visual communication process, format. The Daily Caller managed to find a whole bunch of photos during the Obama era of illegal immigrant detention centers. And they're not pretty. They're not pretty. And I haven't seen them, certainly not on a, uh, any frequent basis, on MSLSD or the Constipated News Network, CNN. I just haven't seen them. All during the Obama administration. They never mentioned any of this, ever. Censorship is what they're into. Censorship. As the Daily Caller reports, the media and political class become more and more outraged over the Trump administration's decision. Lost in the debate is any acknowledgement that President Obama's administration also used detention facilities. Current U.S. debate is an acknowledgement that President Obama's administration used these facilities. Lost in the debate, current U.S. immigration laws, rather, when enforced have the consequence of temporarily separating adults who arrive with children in the separate detention facilities. Policy of prosecuting immigrants for crossing the border illegally, it's been in place for multiple administrations. The Obama administration prosecuted half a million illegal immigrants and similarly separated families in the process. So did the Bush administration. How did the media miss it? They didn't miss it. They ignored it or covered it up. So it's really outrageous that Laura Bush would write an op-ed, that Michelle Obama would tweet it out, that Barack Obama would put out a statement. It's really outrageous that the media had been here through all these administrations and sat on their big mouths the entire time. But now, you see, we have concentration camps. 
like the Nazis or Japanese internment camps. It makes you sick and tired of the whole damn thing, doesn't it? It makes, it makes me want to be a sportscaster sometimes. You know what I mean, Mr. Producer? Talk endlessly about LeBron James. I, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm ready to do it. Who's better, Michael Jordan or LeBron James? I can do that for 12 hours. I really can. Because this stuff, it turns your stomach. It just turns your stomach, the constant lies, like we live in some third world dictatorship. Dictatorship, that is, of the media. The ideological media. I'll be right back. He's here. He's here. Now broadcasting from the underground command post. Deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker. Somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building. We've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Our number, 877-381-3811, 877-381-3811. You might say I'm sick of this issue. Please don't. Please don't say that. Do you think I enjoy talking about this? fact of the matter is it's going on right now, and it matters. Now, I think one of the reasons you listen to this program is because we, we get out front of these issues. We try and figure out what's taking place. And over the last several days, I've told you that what's taking place here is ultimately they want these families released. They want open borders. They want these families released where they know nearly 100% will not return for administrative hearings. They come into the country illegally, and then into the shadows they go. And so the Democrats are thinking long game, that five years, ten years from now, as these kids are older— that they'll say, we need, we, they're dreamers, we need another DACA, we need another amnesty. Just one cycle after another after another. They don't want a wall, they don't want to secure the border. Even when we um, are, are able to capture individuals and detain them who come here illegally, they, they claim, well, we don't want them separated. Well, then what do you do? Well, then you put them together. Then you have a choice. You either deport them or you let them go. Well, you can't deport them, can you? And as I told you, and you'll see, and the backbenchers will regurgitate it tomorrow because that's what they're good at. What you'll see is this. They'll get in front of one of these Obama judges or one of these left-wing judges, and the judge will order it. The judge will find some conditions in some detention center that are un- that's unacceptable and say you have to release them. I'm telling you. The progressive mindset uh, has uh, devoured virtually every institution in this country. Virtually every institution in this country. So the president signs an executive order because Schumer said, you know, we're not going to do any legislation here. You actually have the head of the Democrat Party in the Senate blocking any legislative effort. Because last time I checked, legislation comes from the legislature. Congress blocks it. They say the president can sign an executive order. Then their ethnic front groups, their left-wing groups, and the Democrat senators are all saying it now. This isn't enough. It's not going to work. One of the idiots from Hawaii just said this really does remind her of Japanese internment because now the whole family 
is in detention. What kind of a country puts a whole family in detention? That's their new argument. Right, Jake Tapper? Jake Tapper will give this voice because he's a demagogue, first and foremost. Going to put the whole family in detention? Watch. Listen. I know what I'm talking about. We got to go to court to straighten this out. We can't be a Japanese internment center here. No, 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 no. And these detention centers are horrific. Uh, horrific detention centers. It can't be Japanese internment. Can't put all families in detention. Can't deport them. So what's the answer? Well, the answer is release them. And then tens of thousands of more do the same thing because they have lawyers south of the border. They have the Mexican government south of the border telling them exactly how to play us. And we, the American people, we're stiffs. We sit here, we watch it, not a damn thing we can do. They take polls. Wow, two-thirds of the American people don't think a parent should be separated from their children. I don't think parents should be separated from their children. We're not talking about that. We're talking about enforcing the law. Somebody commits a crime in the United States, that adult goes to prison and their children don't. Some foreigner comes into this country illegally. Oh, no, 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 we, we don't want to separate the families. They knowingly come here illegally. They know what the rules are. They don't care. They're advised not to care. The political pressure comes on. And I love these media reports. Pressure's growing on the president. Pressure's growing on the president. Isn't it amazing? They create the pressure. They are the pressure. And then they report on themselves as if it's not about them. Pressure's growing on the president. But don't worry, they're defending, you see, uh, freedom of the press. What a rotten bunch of you-know-whats. What a rotten bunch of you-know-whats. Mike, Orlando, Florida, Sirius Satellite, go. Yes, sir. First, it's an honor to talk to you. Um, you. I do believe that this is a manufactured crisis just to take everybody's eyes off of the real big problem, which is the IG report showing that the Now, FBI we talked about this yesterday. Of course, that's correct. Okay. I, well, I didn't hear you yesterday, so... Well, the, yeah, the, always to take the focus off, off uh, the IG report, to take the focus now off North Korea, because the president feels he's doing a good job there, take the focus off of uh, the economy, take the focus... Right? And, uh, and, and the left runs the agenda, because the left run the media. Thank you for your call. Sue, Morris, New Jersey, the great WABC. Go. Good evening, Mark. It's an honor to speak with you. Thank you. Um, I'm a loyal listener. My husband and I listen to your show every night, and I'm a little nervous, so just bear with me. Okay. I couldn't agree with you more about our media and the false stories that they put out every single minute of the day. Last night on Martha McCollum's show, there was an argument about a 10-year-old with Down syndrome being removed from her mother. Yeah, yeah, it's all over the Internet. Everybody's seen it. But when you Google it, you can't find any confirmation. It's all reported or alleged. But there's No, but the proper answer to that clown should have been, how come he didn't bring this up any time in the last 10 years? It's true. And... That, in other words, you don't play into their uh, in, in, into their propaganda. What you tell them is, you go right. You, if you, how come your compassion started today? Where was your compassion three years ago, four years ago, five years ago? Where's your compassion on partial birth abortion? Where was your compassion with those with those videos and Planned Parenthood? Where's your compassion about any of this stuff? You go on offense. Stop playing defense. 
Well, the media certainly just got one agenda, and that's anything and everything against our president. Um, case in point, on Facebook, there's a fundraiser right now going on for a group called Racist, R-A-I. Well, no, 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 don't, don't, don't give out the information. We have leftists listening, too. Money, and in five days, they've raised $13 million to provide legal defense to these families that are in detention centers and to get them bonds, to get them out of the detention centers. And I know the American people always open up with their heart and their pocketbooks to help people in need, but $13 million in five days where, you know, where's, where's the support for our homeless vets or our, our homeless children? You know, this is an excellent point about the Veterans Administration. Have the media spent this kind of time on the VA? Although every now and then they'll point it out. Have they spent this amount of time on the VA? And the answer is no. You know why? Because they love centralized, government-controlled health care. And every time they are really pressured into doing one of these VA stories, uh, it kind of undermines Bernie Sanders and that whole uh, left-wing ilk. That's why they don't do it. Thank you for your call. All righty. Let's continue, shall we? Terry, Phoenix, Arizona, on the Mark Levin app. Go ahead, sir. Thank you, Mark. It's an honor as well to speak with Thank you. you. Thank you. I'm going to tell you something that I saw about four years ago with my own eyes, and that was unmarked buses pulling up to Phoenix bus stops with government plates, and they had opened the doors and unloading small kids, young mothers with small babies. Now you know why. girls, teenage boys. Yep. And un- unloading them on the bus stop and driving off. Now, if you've ever been to Phoenix, Arizona in June, yes, I have. it could be 110, 150 comfortable. Now, this was about the one or two blocks from the Greyhound bus station, but they really never d- didn't know which way to start walking. After after this went on for a week or so, the word kind of got out. There was a lot of local churches that, that uh, stepped in to come down where they were picking these kids up. I even donated with my own money to people I didn't even know they were trying to do that to feed these and house these people. This went on for two or three weeks, and then puffs, mm-hmm. it was over with. Where these kids went, I have no idea. Mm-hmm. But now you know why it happened. Yes. Tell me, do you think uh, Dwight Eisenhower was running uh, Nazi concentration camps in America? Sir? Yeah, they were just unloading. They were unloading. Do you, do you think, guys... Bring up the volume. Do you think the that Dwight Eisenhower was running Nazi concentration camps in America? Yes or no? Oh, heavens no. No. Yet, he rounded up a million illegal aliens, put them in detention centers, put them in buses, and sent them south of the border. Whether people agree with that or not is not the point. Can you imagine the man who helped lead the, the war to defeat Nazi Germany? Can you imagine what they'd be calling him today? Yes. Unbelievable what's happened to this country in a half a century. It really is. All right, sir, thank you for your call. We'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Over at Right Scoop, our buddies over there point out that the New York Times finally admits the truth about child separations at the border. And they report in part about this uh, 1997 case in the Ninth Circuit. Mr. Trump's executive order, this is New York Times, would seek to get around an existing 1997 consent decree 
known as the Flores Settlement that prohibits the federal government from keeping children in immigration detention, even if they are with their parents for more than 20 days. Now, Jake Tapper and the clowns throughout the media said the president was lying when he said his hands were tied, that he couldn't just sign an executive order because of the law. This decree, this consent decree, Mr. Tapper and your ilk, is the law. All laws don't have to be passed by statutes. This is the law, a a consent decree. It has the force of law. It's to be complied with as if it's a law. You mock the president. You lied about the president. You owe an apology in the whole country, but of course you won't. So the consent decree is in there between the federal government and the people who litigated the case and signed off as an order by a federal judge in 1997 that these kids cannot be kept more than 20 days in detention. It's the point we've been bringing up, the president brought up, Secretary Nielsen brought up, we've all brought up, which is why an executive order won't work. But they insisted on an executive order, like Schumer did another. All he has to do is sign it. So now even the New York Times recognizes there's a law. New York Times goes on. The order would keep families together, though it is unclear how Mr. Trump intends to claim the legal authority to violate what have been legal constraints, the law, Mr. Tapper, on the proper treatment of children in government custody, which prevented former President Barack Obama from detaining families together during a similar flood of illegal immigration two years ago. Oh, now the New York Times tells us. Now the New York Times tells us. Isn't that fascinating? Now that they want to challenge the executive order, demanding that the president sign an executive order, Schumer blocking legislation on Capitol Hill that would have passed. So now they go back to court. The left, the ACLU, the Democrats, you know who I'm talking about, and say, not only has Trump violated the law. Oh, I didn't think there was a law. But now you got to let these people free because these detention centers, I mean, they're like Nazi concentration camps. They're like Japanese internment camps. And no country, no country that claims to be a constitutional republic can detain an entire family. They haven't done anything. We're talking about the children here. Children haven't done anything. Well, they wanted them with the family. You can't detain an entire family. Let them go. New York Times goes on. And the president could quickly find himself the subject of another legal challenge to his executive authority, much the way he attacked Mr. Obama for abusing the power of his office with an immigration executive order in 2014. Now, isn't that clever? So Trump, they're now saying, is, is violating separation of powers. Only Congress, ladies and gentlemen, can pass a statute. So when the president said the Democrats in Congress, it's on them, they need to pass a statute, he was told by the demagogues and the media and the Democrat Party and the ethnic front groups, you could change this with a signature. What are you talking about? He signs it. Now they say, what do you mean you can change it with a signature? Aren't you familiar with separation of powers? Don't you know the law from 1997? I didn't think there was a law. Oh, there's a law. There's a consent decree. You can't do what you just did. Oh, isn't this clever, ladies and gentlemen? 
And all because they want more illegal aliens to come into the country unfettered so they can do another round of amnesty down the road. The Democrat Party. Who exactly does the Democrat Party represent? It doesn't represent blue-collar workers anymore in this country. No, it, it represents radical environmental groups that wish to shut down our assembly lines and our smokestack industries. It doesn't represent blue-collar workers. It doesn't represent union members. It represents big government. Well, big government gets in the way of the private sector, and if the private sector can't expand, well, then unions can't expand either in the private sector. Now, in the government sector, they're having a grand old time. Oh, yeah, they're having parties over there. Bigger and bigger and more and more powerful. We have it all figured out here. We've had it figured out for an entire week, haven't we, Mr. Producer? We know exactly what this is all about. The next round of amnesty. The Democrats don't want to fix anything. They don't want to solve anything. We've pointed that out time and time again. Care about these children? They cared about these children. They would have done something about it three years ago, five years ago, eight years ago. Same with Jake Tapper and the boys and girls. They're frauds. Absolute frauds. That's what's going on. And so you'll want to hear your host tomorrow repeat all that, I'm sure. Jack, San Francisco, California, the great KSFO. Go. Mark, uh, my uh, mentor, I have a question for you, which is uh, when employers uh, have an illegal who has the wrong Social Security number, uh, Social Security Administration sends them a no-match letter telling them that the name on the contribution does not match the Social Security number. My question is, why uh, doesn't the government tell these employers that if you don't get the match... Uh, the correct match between the employee and the Social Security number, you must let the employee go. Then if they continue to do that, find No, I, I have a better one. Why don't you report them? And, and then if, 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 if uh, they do it a second time, put the employer in jail. Within a very short period of time, employers would let the illegals go. The illegals... They're not going to put the employers in jail because they like what the employers are doing. I understand that, but I'm... Still but I'm, a, I'm answering your question as a practical matter. It's not like they won't bake a cake or something. You understand? Yes, sir. Uh, I have one more comment if you want to hear it, if you have time. We have 30 seconds. All right. The, the uh, uh, United Nations says that uh, some very high percentage of people who transfer... Trans, uh, trans, uh, across Mexico from... The, Central America. Yeah, what about uh, them? Women are, are, are raped. Uh, right. A very, very high number. Right. So where are all the women's groups here demanding a wall so that doesn't happen? They're nowhere because they're frauds too. I'll be right back. What the backbenchers will repeat tomorrow. Call Mark at 877-381-3811. That's a fact. 
Now, I wanted to let all of the fans of Levin TV out there know about a special offer we have going on right now. We wanted to make it a little bit easier for all of our subscribers and our biggest fans to get the best pricing possible on Levin TV and the rest of the CRTV network. So we came up with our best offer yet. Now you can get a three-year subscription to CRTV, only $199. That's only $5.53 a month. $5.53 a month. That's the equivalent. You can't even get a... Big Mac combo for that anymore. Now, if you've been a fan of the show for a while now, you know we're in this for the long haul. We hope you will be, too. There's no other place online where you'll get the truth unfiltered and uncensored. So give us a call right now. Our guys and gals are there. The fact that the government shut down is just a benefit. 844-LEVIN-TV. 844-LEVIN-TV. Mention this ad to get three years of CRTV for the equivalent of only $5.53 a month. And you can watch it almost anywhere, on your smart TV, on your iPhone, on your Android, on your uh, iPad, on your PC, on this, that. Every, I mean, uh, there's so many on your platform. We'll show you how to set it up. It takes five minutes. It's that easy. You might say, I don't understand technology. That's fine. Neither do I. And yet, look, I'm involved with CRTV. So give us a call right now, 844-LEVIN-TV. We'll get you all set up. That's 844-LEVIN-TV. Nancy Pelosi today. Go ahead. Once again, to say to the president of the United States. Oh, my God. Well, if we're going to get rid of waterboarding, we ought to at least play that. Anytime we're trying to break a terrorist. Go ahead. Once again, to say to the president of the United States, how low can you go? What is the measure of your character, your compassion? How dare you, you jerk? Sit there with your eyes wide open like two ping pong balls for decades. Nothing to say about Obama. Not a damn thing. You and your elk and your party with the damn open borders. Not for the country. Not for the kids. For your party. For power. That's all you care about. Power, power, power. All we ever talk about in this country is illegal aliens and illegal alien children. And what are we going to do with their children? And the children this and the children that. What about the American children? We never, ever talk about our own children. Ever. And then they put us down, the American citizen. You and I. We don't do anything. We don't make anything work. We're so slovenly. We don't cut our own grass. We don't pick our own lettuce. We don't do a damn thing. Right? Wrong. Wrong. This is the greatest country in the face of the earth. Not because of people pouring over our border today. But because of the American people, the American culture, the American civil society, our form of government, our constitutional republic, our form of economics, capitalism, We built this country. And yes, immigrants who came here legally. We are a nation of citizens, not a nation of immigrants. Mark, some of them were immigrants. Of course, that's not my point. You have to be a citizen. Every day, day in and out. 
the Democrats' agenda. Stormy Daniels, day in and day out. Stormy Daniels, Stormy Daniels. A porn actress. Every damn day. Then they move on to the next subject. What's the next subject? Some idiocy somewhere. Some idiot author somewhere. And now, of course. Now, of course, it's the children, you know. We're running Nazi concentration camps. Japanese internment camps. How the hell can you say that about your own country? They know it's not true. They're liars. And then Trump. You're not allowed to call MS-13 animals animals. People who kill for fun in the most painful way possible. No concern about their victims. No concern about those families. How can you call these children animals, MS-13? Meanwhile, they throw the word Hitler around left and right. They go after the Trump family's youngest kid, this idiot Fonda. I despise these Fondas. Living off daddy's name, especially the jerk son. And since when do I give a damn what actors and actresses and hip-hop artists and all the rest have to say about the President of the United States? All of a sudden, they're important. They're not important. They don't matter in the least. Any more or less than anybody else. They push him out front because everybody knows what they're going to say. And look at the violence. Here you have the Secretary... Of DHS, Department of Homeland Security. Do you have that audio, Mr. Producer? Can you play that, please? Now stop for a minute. She goes to a Mexican restaurant in Washington last night. And there's a ringleader in this crowd. Starts yelling at her, taunting her. In the middle of her dinner, she has to get up and leave. Go ahead. Shut up, you schmuck. Now, one of the ringleaders, it turns out, correct me if I'm wrong, Mr. Producer, is an employee of the United States Department of Justice. Is that correct? It's a young woman. A socialist, it turns out, I believe, screaming at the secretary DHS, one of our nonpartisan civil servants. We've had accurate photos used during the course of this quote-unquote debate, latest immigration debate, but there have also been phony photos used. And then there's been other accurate photos that haven't been used at all, like the Nazi concentration camps and Japanese internment camps that were being run by Barack Obama and his administration. They didn't show us those photos. Why is that, Jake Tapper? Jake Flapper with the mouth, flap, 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 flap. Or Don Lemonade. Where's he? Don Lemon. What are you, racist? You're attacking me? No, I'm an American and you're a schmuck. What else did Nancy Pelosi have to say, Mr. Producer? Go ahead. When the president said this, uh, these actions are not of his doing, he is not telling the truth. Oh, that 1997 consent decree. He's not telling the truth, ladies and gentlemen. Well, he's really enforcing the immigration laws. So what they're saying is this. 
don't enforce the immigration law. Don't enforce the immigration law. They want the president to release these illegal aliens who came here intentionally, illegally, bypassing the official ports of entry into the population of the United States. Nancy Stretch Pelosi has done more damage to this country than any former speaker or Democrat leader that I can think of. Go ahead. The truth is that he instituted, his administration instituted the zero... What's with the slurring speech? Wait, Wait, your denture's coming loose? What the hell's going on? Everything's coming apart, isn't it? The face is unraveling. The eyeballs are popping out of the head. That's right. I didn't call her Hitler, did I? No. We'll leave that for the Democrats. Go ahead. Policy, which again is a disgrace. Ah, shut up, you idiot. These idiots, they get into the, the, the positions of power. Run down the president. Now, what the hell? What's the president trying to do? Secure the border, keep the country safe, follow the immigration laws, follow a consent decree, and he's Hitler. And his youngest son should be put in a cage with a pedophile. And while we're at it, you ought to go after his wife, too, and his kids, and go after their finances, and throw them in prison and hang them by telephone poles. Oh, yeah. And all the news tonight, Trump reverse course, Trump buckle, Trump this. They're begging him, pushing him, yelling at him to sign an executive order. He signs it over. Oh, he buckled. Oh, look what he did. Oh, the buck. Oh, look what he did. Oh, see, he could have done it. And then they add on. Meanwhile, he probably violated the consent decree. He probably violated the law. I thought there was no law. No, no, no. You don't understand. It's a consent decree by a federal judge. It is a law. So now it's a law before it wasn't a law. Schumer says, so the media say he should sign an executive order. He signs it. Now it's not lawful. Don't you despise these people as much as I do? There's no rationality. There's no ability to debate. They keep moving the ball, changing the rules to drive their agenda, to try and elect more of these miscreants and malcontents. Then you see these clowns on TV with low IQs, with no abilities whatsoever, because they went to journalism school or they worked for a Democrat and they wound up becoming reporters, you know. I'll be right back. Would you pay your hard-earned money to join an organization that fought tooth and nail for a government-run health care system we call Obamacare? How about an organization that scripted portions of the White House speeches behind closed doors to ensure passage of Obamacare? Or an organization that stood against tax cuts for middle-class Americans and small business owners? Would you join an organization like that? No? then don't join the AARP. That's the organization. Join AMAC, the conservative alternative instead. Now, AMAC offers an alternative to just about every benefit that AARP offers, but without the liberal agenda. 
Become an AMAC member right now at amac.us. Wouldn't you rather belong to an organization that fights for your values, like protecting our borders, by enforcing existing immigration laws, supporting small business, standing up for your individual God-given freedoms? Well, AMAC is the way to go. There's a ton of work to be done. And AMAC is asking that you help them fight the good fight by becoming a member today. Now, the benefits are great, but the cause is even greater. Join right now at amac.us. That's A-M-A-C dot U-S. I'm a member. We'd love to have you join us. AMAC is better, better for you, and better for America. And, man, do they have great benefits and discounts. You don't want to miss it. Check them out anyway. That's A-M-A-C dot U-S. All right. Let me do this. Okay, I've gotten into my call screen again. Okay. Let's take some calls. Cammy, New York, New York, the great WABC. Go. Hi. I think it's, uh, well, my name is Jamie, but um, first Jamie. of all, I love you. I, I think you're amazing. Um, and do. I agree with everything you're saying tonight. The whole thing with Fonda, I'm just blown away. I thought it was a joke, but it was true. But I think I Fonda should be in a cage with a pedophile. What do you think about that? Great. I think that'd be, actually, no one should be in a cage with a pedophile, but yeah. Yeah, well, if um, anyone is. The reason why I'm calling is because I'm an adoption attorney, and what you were saying before about that we're always worried about kids outside the country. You know, you're always hearing about the stars. Even back in the day when Madonna was adopting, she was adopting outside the country. And there are so many kids in our country that need to be adopted, whether it's foster care system or just, you know, girls that are having a child at a website. We never, ever hear about this. No, no. And, and it really, it's crazy. And I've been doing this for over 20 years, and... People are always saying, oh, I need to go outside the country. Meanwhile, adoption laws are better here. The medical records are better here. Everything about adoption is better to do it within the country. And our kids need our help. So it's Mm -hmm. really, what you're saying is 100% accurate. It's amazing. Well, thank Thank you you very, very much. All right, Jamie, you take care. Let us go to Jeff, Atlanta, Georgia, the great W-Y-A-Y. Go. Hey, Mr. Levin, thank you for having me. I voted for you. Uh, oh, thank you. I'm, well, we'll know the results next week. All right. Okay, great. <laughs> I'm 59 years old. My father retired from the military in 66, and I learned the word propaganda by watching the mm-hmm. evening news with him because he would say, that's propaganda, that's propaganda. And I'd say, Daddy, what's propaganda? And he said, that is somebody telling you lies to influence you. Mm-hmm. And so I got some discernment from that over the years, and I, and I watched it magnified. You know, I, I saw John Kerry and Hanoi James speak to her, and the NAACP and local governments, and, and, and just, you know, heard propaganda all my life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Started Bill Clinton, it magnified Obama, it magnified. Now the words come to me in full caps with what's going on right now. I don't even have a word. Hypocrisy doesn't even... Now, this is this is really a brazen deceit, absolute lying, no integrity. It's just incredible. Absolutely. I've never seen anything like this in my lifetime. And I, and I watch. I'm informed. Uh, not enough to debate you, sir. But, okay. Uh, <laughs> well, listen, Jeff, I appreciate it, man. You take care of yourself. D, Hagerstown, Maryland, the great W-M-A-L. Go. Hi, Mark. Um, I wanted to, to get an answer, uh, ask you a question as to why do you think Trump isn't um, calling out Mexico about 
all of these people showing up at the border. He's not saying anything about them um, not well, stopping. Well, look, we, we don't know if that's true. He may be behind the scenes really putting the screws to them. But here, here's the problem. The man is under assault, Trump. They're coming in. He's got incoming from every direction. So I think we got to give him a little bit of a break here. I mean, but um, we can call out Mexico till we're blue in the face. The fact of the matter is we don't run that country. And uh, but you're quite right. Many of these people coming here claiming amnesty, as we pointed out last night and before, uh, they're supposed to stay in the country where that the first country they get into where they would be uh, safe under international law. And that would be Mexico. Right. So you're, you're definitely on to something, that this is a uh, big issue. And even if Trump doesn't bring it up, it's amazing that it's not discussed. Exactly. I don't hear anyone talking about it. I feel like we're losing the narrative. And now it's all about what we're doing to these children and to their mothers. It's, that's what the narrative is now. Mm-hmm. All right, my friend. You're right. Narrative's always the left. And, you know, and... Um, Republicans have to figure out how to battle that, and they can, but they're, look, they're party divided. It's a party divided against itself. We have individuals in the Republican Party, I'd say about 20% of them, who are self-promoters who lurch left because they think that's the way they can protect themselves and their seats because they're in difficult seats. Uh, and then we have about, uh, about 20, 30% who are actual conservatives, and then we got the mushy middle, which has been represented mostly by past RNC, past presidents for the most part, that sort of thing. Jack Fredericksburg, Virginia, the great WMAL. Go. Uh, hi, Mark. Thanks for taking my call. I just wanted to uh, let you know that uh, your word is getting out and that, you know, we're hearing it. Um, I just came back from overseas. I've got more jobs than I can uh, uh, poke a stick at. And uh, I don't think the, the public is buying what the Democrats are pushing out. So keep up the good work is what I wanted to say. I, I think the Republicans really need to talk about this. They need to call the Democrats the open border Democrats. That's what they need. Make the Democrats explain themselves. That's what they want. Do not allow them to wrap themselves in the children. They're the open border Democrats who want unrestricted immigration, legal and illegal. There's two sentences. Why don't they just use it over and over again? Thanks for your call. We'll be right back. He's here. He's here. Now broadcasting from the underground command post. Deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, everybody. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811. 877-381-3811. This is the real voice of America. The Mark Levin Show. I am the senior judicial analyst of the Mark Levin Show, just so you know. Um, good piece at the Daily Wire. Media want to talk about immigration, but only partly. Here are four immigration horror stories that happened during the Obama administration. Is Jake Tapper awake? Or is he busy hawking his fiction in Greenwich? I don't know. 
from Newsweek. Obama kept more than double the number of children in detention centers that Trump did or has. Department of Health and Human Services Administration for Children and Family spokesperson Kenneth Wolf told Newsweek on Wednesday that it had as many as 10,852 undocumented, a.k.a. illegal alien children in its custody. A significant jump from the 8,886 that were in the agency's custody on April 29. But in fiscal 2013, under the Barack Obama administration, the HHS Office of Refugee Settlement had as many as 25,000 unaccompanied children in its care across 80 shelters, according to a July 2014 article in Mother Jones. And we know Mother Jones never lies. The revelation that illegal alien children were being kept in cages came to light in 2014 when Breitbart, Texas, Brandon Darby broke the story. On Sunday, Darby tweeted out a thread of 39 photos that he reported on in 2014 that showed the conditions that children were subjected to. And I'm sure Jake Tapper used every photo to inform his very, very knowledgeable audience of left-wing kooks and clapping seals. Number three, the Obama administration knowingly admitted MS-13 gang members into the U.S., according to the Washington Times. The Obama administration knowingly let in at least 16 admitted MS-13 gang members who arrived at the U.S. as illegal immigrant teenagers in 2014, a top senator said, citing internal documents that showed the teens were shipped to juvenile homes throughout the country. Wow. I wonder if United and American and all the rest of those very patriotic airlines uh, refused to fly them. Senator Ron Johnson, chairman of the Senate Homeland Security Committee, said a whistleblower turned over Customs and Border Protection documents from 2014 detailing the 16 people who were caught crossing the border. Well, the media do not care about MS-13 unless, of course, the tortured death of one of its family members uh, is affected. Otherwise, they just don't care. What else occurred under the great administration of Barack Milhouse Benito Obama? The Obama administration held Mexican kids for months as punishment for border crossing the Washington Post. I just read you part of that story. What else took place in Nirvana? The Obama administration placed immigrant children with human traffickers, according to the New York Times. We touched on that story, too. Remember the egg farms and so forth? Now, where's Hollywood? I don't know. Where the ethnic front groups? I don't know. Where the members of Congress? I don't know. The media? I don't know. All in the tank. All in the tank. That's where they are. It's appalling, is it not? Yes, yes, yes. You know, uh, this is one of the reasons they try and shut down this show and shut down other shows. Where the hell else would you hear this stuff? Seriously. Now, ladies and gentlemen, there's been a monumental political earthquake in the country. A uh, GOP hanger-on political hack by the name of Steve Schmidt, used to work for McCain, appears regularly on MSLSD. His name is Steve Schmidt. He has denounced the Republican Party. He's leaving the Republican Party, and he says he will vote Democrat. Don't let that door hit you in the ass, you slob. 
on the way out. The whole nation is mourning. Aren't you mourning over this? Well, I'm not. What else is going on out there? Well, here's from one from the Washington Free Beacon. China industrial policy seeks to steal crown jewels of U.S. technology. thought to myself, well, that should be leading most news stories, shouldn't it? Then myself said, no, no, it won't. By a real reporter, Bill Gertz, China's government is using a multi-pronged strategy to systematically steal advanced American technology as part of economic aggression against the United States, according to a White House report. I want to be abundantly clear about this again. I am mostly a free trader. Now, what do you mean mostly? I have an exception for national security. China is our gravest threat. In the long run, it's China. Xi, a.k.a. the new Mao, a.k.a. megalomaniac, he, uh, he's been meeting with Un. Xi and Un have been meeting for the last two days. Are you aware of this? Xi and Un. Now, the report, based in part on declassified intelligence from the Pentagon and intelligence agencies, provides some of the first public details on China's industrial policies that have produced the world's second-largest economy, often at the expense of American companies. The Chinese state seeks to access the crown jewels of American technology and intellectual property, says the report, made public last night. China's economic strategy involves obtaining and utilizing technologies and know-how gathered from around the globe, through a combination of state-sponsored theft, cyber attacks, violations of U.S. export controls, and counterfeiting and piracy. Notice they can't do it themselves. However, most of the Chinese economic aggression has taken place in the United States or against American companies doing business in China. China's economic aggression was defined by the White House as six behaviors. Theft, forced tech transfer, evasion of export controls, export restraints on raw materials, information harvesting, and acquisitions. That's why you can't have free trade with China. They're stealing our technology. It's like I explained the other day. Free trade is going on to, you know, buying a car, filling out the paperwork. They make sure the car is a decent product and so forth, You trade money for a car. What China's doing is they go on the car lot and they steal the car. Well, you can't have free trade with a crook. In the United States, China employs some of the hundreds of thousands of Chinese nationals studying and working at universities and research institutes to gain access to cutting-edge technology and send it back to Chinese firms. State-backed Chinese companies also are buying up American companies and hiring scientists and experts as part of the systematic program of economic aggression, the report says. The 36-page report, how China's economic aggression threatens the technologies and intellectual property of the United States and the world, was produced by the White House Office of Trade and Manufacturing Policy. The office has been spearheading Trump's policy of forcing China into changing its unfair uh, trade and economic policies. Look. The president put, I've been reading $34 billion, I've been reading $50 billion, whatever it is, tariffs on 34 to $50 billion worth of products and goods from China. China 
responded by doing the same to our goods. So Trump raised taxes on the American people to prevent you from buying these goods from China. Okay. Then China raised taxes on their own people to prevent them from buying certain goods and so forth from us. Okay. Trump has now said he might do that on 200 to $400 billion worth of commerce. So you might be saying, well, Mark, where do you stand? I stand with the president on this. I stand with the president on this. This, to me, is our national security exception. China is on the move, uh, not to just improve the condition of the Chinese. Of course, if they were really interested in that, they would abandon communism. But instead, they become uh, even more autocratic. They're on the move militarily, threatening us, threatening our allies. Economically, you just heard, they're stealing us blind. Hundreds of billions of dollars worth of capital investment in research and development. Uh, They're doing it by hook or crook. And I don't believe we should uh, sell them the rope with which to hang us. I, I really don't. They're not an ally. They're an enemy. We don't have to go to war with them, but we don't have to subsidize them either. So I don't have any problem with this because I consider it a national security exception. We'll be right back. Mark Lovin. John. Long Beach, California, 870 The Answer, our friends at KRLA. Go right ahead. Thank you, Mark. I'll get to the point. Uh, I'm a yeah. longtime journalist, 40 years in the business, and it's gone to become an echo chamber. You're right on every aspect of that. What I'm calling about, and it's very distressing to me as I approach retirement, what I want to talk about is Kamala Harris out here in California, who made her bones as being this uh, tough prosecutor, you know what I'm saying, hang them yep. high prosecutor. And here she is now. Uh, I guess when she sent somebody away to the, the pokey, the jail, or to a prison for uh, some crime that she didn't uh, take into consideration, maybe they had five or ten-year-old, maybe she had taken it down to a misdemeanor. This is what she's uh, talking about now, and it's so hypocritical, especially for her. No, she what, what the- she has said now is that we should not detain uh, these families. And so the next logical step is, well, then you must release them. Because she's not calling on them to be deported. Kamala Harris is a fabrication. Uh, you're right. She, uh, she started up as an assistant prosecutor and so forth. She was elected statewide. And now the radical left is pouring all their hopes and dreams uh, into her. And she is a radical leftist. And you can watch her and listen to her. And... Um, God forbid if she's elected president of the United States or somebody like her with her uh, with her political ideology. God forbid. I don't have any more of these types of uh, presidents we can handle. I mean, uh, Bernie Sanders <laughs> and Elizabeth Warren. I mean, it's just uh, there's a conga line of these types of uh, radical leftists in the Democrat Party. Absolutely. Anyway, thank you. All right. Meanwhile, enjoy yourself out there in California. I'm having a good time other than Kamala Harris there, Mark. Thank you. Yeah, I bet. You too. So anyway, LeBron James, what team will he wind up on, Mr. Produce? Do you have any idea? 
The New York Mets. All right, well, you're, you're definitely out of the uh, sportscasting realm. But you should hear all the talk. Will he go to L.A.? Because, of course, he has homes in L.A. and his family likes L.A. and his kids go to school there. Will he go to L.A.? Well, they have a 13.3% income tax. I don't know about that. Maybe he makes enough money where he doesn't care. Will he go to Philadelphia? That's one of the th- thoughts they have there. And Where might he wind up? If he goes to Houston, then if he goes to Houston... I mean, there's your championship team. And by the way, I believe that. Stephen A. is right about that. Maybe I ought to do, in addition to everything else I'm doing, maybe I ought to do a sports show on the weekends. What do you think about that, Rich? Seriously. What about all my affiliates out there? What if I did a sports show on the weekends? Would you like, just like a one or two hour show? I don't know. What would we call it? Mad dog? No, no. Oh, that's already out there. <clears throat> just, just saying. All right. I'm flirting with it. You never know. You never know. Victoria, White Plains, New York, the great WABC. How are you? Hi, Mark. Thank you for taking my call. We met a couple of times at book signings quite a few years ago. Yeah. I'm a Holocaust survivor. I was in Sredenstadt concentration camp. I was born in Czechoslovakia. My mother was hiding Jewish people. I remember you. I remember you. Thank you. Her stepfather turned her into the Gestapo, and we were taken away to Sredenstadt. I was there for almost a year with my mother as a child. And I can tell you that those children on the border right now are in a hotel situation eating hamburgers and playing video games and sleeping on actual mattresses having clean sanitation. let me let me ask you a question can you get uh, can you get off the speaker and get it to a phone uh, just a minute I... yes because it's hard to hear you and then I have a question to ask you yeah my is question that... Victoria is this is somebody who is a Holocaust survivor and I've met you you're a lovely lady you have a lovely family when you hear Reporters and Democrats throwing out this. We're sending these kids into Nazi-like concentration camps. What, what do you feel when you hear something like that? I still smell the burning flesh when, you know, they were burning people that died in the, in the crematoriums. I can still hear the mother screaming when her children were torn and thrown and shot to death in front of them. And then I think I'm next, and I hear the screams of the mothers, and then I don't hear the screams anymore after hearing another shot, my mother covering my eyes. I know that the torture going on there constantly. We were eating bark of trees because we were totally... We're losing you. Oh, I'm sorry. Can you hear me? No, I can't hear you anymore, Victoria. About now. Yeah, go ahead. Anyway, we ate bark from trees because we couldn't eat enough. We had to take the bark off and smash it. We were given uh, black potatoes that were rotten to eat, uh, something they called soup, uh, water of some sort. And we never had enough to eat. And I'm still shaking from hearing the, the rhetoric coming out of the Democrats. That's why the word rat is in Democrat, I can tell you. I am so angry and so offended and incensed that these horrible people can do that to, to just 
innocent life, you know, saying that they are in concentration camps, it just makes me so angry. You, you know what amazes me, Victoria? If this had been some right-wing podcaster talking about FEMA setting up concentration camps, something like that, he would be dismissed as a nut and should be. Meanwhile, meanwhile, the mainstream media is not just suggesting, but indicting DHS and HHS and the Border Patrol and so forth for effectively setting up concentration camps in this country. It's just unbelievable. What they're doing is perhaps saving at least one child from a sex trafficker. That's Mm -hmm. what's being done by removing the children from the adult they're coming with, because who knows if they're really related in any way at all. What do you want want to say to Jake Tapper and the others who, if they don't say these things directly, they allow them to be said on their own networks? What do you want to say in 20 seconds? In 20 seconds? Oh, my God. I say smell the damn flesh that burned in concentration camps. Why don't you burn a little chicken fat and you can see what I smelled all the time. All right, Victoria. God bless you, my friend. As the great Bob Grant used to say, it's sick and getting sicker out there. It really is. The left, nuts. I'll be right back. Liberty's Voice, Mark Levin. Talk with that voice now. 877-381-3811. One of our great sponsors is CarShield. Now, nothing can put a dent into your summer plans quite like your car breaking down. You're hit with a huge repair bill out of nowhere, and all the money you saved for an island getaway now has to pay to fix your car. Well, when you have extended vehicle protection like I do from CarShield, you don't have to worry about these unwelcome surprises. So look, if your car breaks down after the manufacturer's warranty expires, you could be out of pocket thousands to get it fixed. Replacing your engine alone can cost thousands. Even a simple repair to a sensor, thousands. And there's nothing simple about today's cars, by the way. CarShield makes the process of fixing your car for a covered repair super easy. You can have your favorite mechanic or dealership do the work. It's your choice. They also provide you 24-7 roadside assistance and a rental car while yours is being fixed for free. Now, if your car is 5,000 to 150,000 miles, this is for you. It doesn't mean you have to pay high repair bills. Save yourself thousands of future car uh, repairs, and don't worry about missing out this summer. Get covered right now by the ultimate in extended vehicle protection like I did. Call 800-CAR-6100 and mention code LEVIN, or visit carshield.com and use code LEVIN, L-E-V-I-N, Either way, you'll save 10%. That's carshield.com, code L-E-V-I-N, Levin, or call 800-CAR-6100 and mention code Levin. A deductible may apply. Lucas in Brazil on the Mark Levin app. How are you, Lucas? Hello, Mark. Uh, I would love to hear a sports show uh, from you, but uh, please don't take Mr. Producer because... He doesn't know where LeBron James will play. <laughs> no, he got the sport wrong, but he was just kidding. He knows. Yeah. Anyway, I'm just kidding. Also, uh, Mark, I'm the, here the real me. reason I won't bring him with me is a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. But anyway, go right ahead. 
Okay. Mark, I'm here from Brazil. I have the privilege to travel to the United States every year uh, in vacation. I'm looking forward to August. I will travel there. And uh, kn knowing the country, I will do a lot of things, Mark, to go to live there. But one thing that I won't do, it's broke the immigration law. Because I have a visa, I have the trust of the American government that uh, allow me to visit there. And it's like a, a fruit of a poisonous tree, you know. If I do this, this first uh, step wrong, uh, it, it, it's just a, the, not the right thing, Mark. So mm -hmm. I, I'll do a lot of things to go to live there. I try to uh, get my English better. I try to get closer to America culture and traditions, maybe someday. But uh, one thing that I won't do, never. Uh, well, first, Lucas, let me praise you on your English. It's far better than, uh, say, Al Sharpton's. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, uh, I, I'm trying to be close to American culture in the, in the last uh, 10 years, maybe. I love the American history. I love your books. I love everything uh, that can uh, that makes America uh, this great country that it, right. uh, it is. But one thing that I won't do never is uh, like uh, uh, deceive the, the trust that the, the American government gave me when it allow me to visit. Well, America. listen, Lucas, you're, you're a very uh, good guy, and, uh, you know, about 40 45% of the people who are here illegally violate their visa. They stay longer than uh, they're permitted to stay. But, Lucas, if you ever get here, uh, uh, enjoy our country very, very much. You know, Brazil, unfortunately, uh, your government and your economy are going to hell. But some of the greatest gemstones in the world come out of Brazil. Are you aware of that, Lucas? Yeah, I'm living. I live here in São Paulo. It is the big, city, the, the biggest city of the country uh, for uh, some time. But I am originally for the northeast, where we have these uh, beautiful, these really beautiful green gems from the northeast of Brazil. It's really amazing. Uh, do you live near Paraíba? No, and uh, Paraíba is in the northeast. Uh, well, Paraíba is the name of a of a gemstone that's enormously valuable. Do you live near the mines where they used to mine alexandrite? Uh, I'm, I'm at least fairly uh, close of that, uh, this yes. place. And uh, I'm, I'm actually live close to Minas Gerais. Minas, uh, it means mines. So they mm -hmm. have a lot of uh, precious uh, gems there. Well, they really have precious gems. They have spectacular gems in Brazil and Madagascar, Tanzania. And uh, so many other countries. I, I, I kind of monitor this. It's something I study. But anyway, Lucas, I want to thank you very, very much, my friend. God bless you and take care of yourself. We go from Brazil to Houston, Texas. Fred, on the Mark Levin app. Go. Hello, Mark. Thanks for taking my call. Um, real quickly on the concentration. Hold camp. on now. Hold on now. Do you agree with me, Fred? And do you agree with my buddy Stephen A? I was watching a little bit of him the other day. That if LeBron James winds up in Houston, there's your uh, NBA championship team right there. I wouldn't know. Don't pay Don't pay any attention. Oh to my lord! All right, go ahead. Oh, really? Um, as far as the concentration camps, I, mean, I don't have much of an extended family because they were in those concentration camps. Oh boy! Died in the Holocaust, so I don't like hearing those comments from the Democrats or anyone else. I'm sorry. But as far as immigration, um, you know, I'm thinking about this, whether it's the Republicans and their cheap labor, or the Democrats mm -hmm. and their more voters, or the nut jobs and their fundamental transformation, 
we all wind up in the same place, or they do. You mm-hmm. run out of other people's money, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. At least I sure think so. so the, the, and, well, and by the way, it's an excellent point. There's been no discussion about costs, none, to the American taxpayer. You're yeah, quite right. The, 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 what, is this, way, what is this costing us? Uh, too much, everything. Yeah, but, but, but we don't know. I read somewhere $35,000 a kid, but that's just the beginning. Oh, sure. Go ahead. Sure. We don't even know how many kids there's going to be. But the, the only, I'm trying to think of a way to how to get out of this. And the only way I can think of, it goes back to the president. He, he, he kept talking about immigration. I think that was a lot to do with getting him elected. He's got the megaphone now. And what, I think he's just got to keep drumming that home, at that point home over and over and I over think again. he does, and I think he does a hell of a good job of it. But he needs an infantry. You know, he needs members of Congress to get behind him. He needs, uh, you know, he's the general on the field. He can't fight the battle himself. And I think he's he's been making a hell of a good use of the megaphone. Yeah. All right, Fred, thank you for your call, my friend. Bill, Alexandria, Virginia, the great WMAL, or as we like to call it, W Mall. Go right ahead. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. Thanks for taking my call. I listen to you all, most of the time. Thank you. Uh, the situation is that you've got a president here that's trying to hold people accountable to the law, and there's a lot of people that just don't want to do it. In the military, mm-hmm. we were taught about subversion, espionage, and uh, sabotage. And what we basically have is we don't have an enemy out of our country. We have it here in our own country who are creating the greatest battle of subversion to a president who's trying to do his job. Mm-hmm. And that's it. It sure looks that way, doesn't oh, it? Oh, uh, it's definitely that way. I mean, the people who are complaining all the time—they have no backbone. They would—they turn—they they feed their young to, <laughs> to to the alligators. I can't believe it. But you know, Trump's doing a great job, and I just think that you know he's trying to do the best he can to turn around and enforce uh, law. When you do something illegal, you face the consequences. Do you and- think if? Almost any of the other Republicans who were running in the primaries against him had been elected that we would be making the progress in so many areas that we are making right now with Trump? I think that if we had the majority of the men who were killed in action in all the different wards who were Republicans, I don't think we'd have this problem anymore. And I think No, no, but my, that wasn't my question. My question is, the individuals he ran against in the Republican primaries, honestly, I don't see any of them making the kind of progress that he's made and the kind of efforts he's made in in so many areas. And I, I agree with him in most of the areas. I don't agree with him in all of them. But, uh, but I mean, he's he has been, quite frankly, in most areas, a very, very effective conservative. Yes, he is an effective... He is an effective administrator and an effective executor of the law, mm-hmm. and that they don't like it. And, you know, we got a bunch of crybabies that keep on crying to blues all the time because they just keep on holding their hands out, gimme, 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 you know. But uh, it's really sad. But <clears throat> he's doing a great job, and I just think that I think that some of the, the people who are supposed to be Republicans and conservatives should be, you know, uh, backing, backing the man up instead of, you know, jumping ship the minute they see a little water coming in. Unbelievable. All right, my friend. Thank you for your call. What the hell? What happened to that? Oh, there it is. Excuse me. I'm in a little issue here. Let us go to Bruce Crofton, Maryland, also at W Mall. They don't call it W Mall. I'm just messing with them. W M A L. Go ahead. My call. Yeah. Uh, had a question. If uh, the U.S. broke diplomatic <laughs> relations with Mexico, closed every legal port of entry on our southern border. 
expelled the Mexican uh, ambassador and all the people in the consulates, withdrew our ambassador from Mexico and said, if you want our border open, you need to close your southern border to Central Americans. Do you think that would have any effect? Sir, I think that's ridiculous. Okay. We can't even get our damn Congress to appropriate the monies to build a wall. And you want us to go to war effectively with Mexico? Do you know, if we put aside uh, some of this, do you know how lucky we are that we are where we are, even with Mexico as our neighbor, as opposed to, say, the Ukraine with Russia as their neighbor, or Israel with, uh, with Syria as their neighbor, and I can go on and on country after country, with uh, South Korea as North Korea and China as their neighbor. We have huge problems with Mexico, but nothing like they could be. If Mexico becomes a terrorist state, if Mexico become, is overthrown by a terrorist state, and then we have missiles aimed at us like they do all over the world and all these other countries, then I'd say, yeah, we better do something about it. But let's not go to alarm number five. The problem is internally in our country. We need to secure our border. Our courts are out of control. Our uh, Democrats and, uh, and Congress is out of control. Our media are out of control. There are things we can do with Mexico, short of everything you said, to put the screws to them. But Mexico isn't Syria. Mexico's not North Korea. It's not China. I just want us to keep that in mind. And, uh, all right, sir. Thank you. Yes, yes. Uh, but whatever. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. You know, there's a kind of identity theft that I'm just learning about. And it just shows how cyber thieves will never, ever stop trying to steal your identity. Why? Because it's virtually priceless on the black market. Synthetic ID theft. Ever heard of that? It's when thieves take pieces of personal information from various people and create a fake persona. And it's incredibly difficult to catch since there's not a complete ID to match against. But my ID care, I'm telling you, they're the best. It covers you for even this sophisticated kind of scam. Now, no one can protect you 100%, but my ID care offers best in class protection. Now, listen to this they also give you a 100% identity recovery guarantee if you do fall victim or your money back. The other so called competitors, they don't do that. With plans less than 10 bucks a month, it's time to let My ID Care care for you. Credit freezes alone won't protect you from all nine types of identity theft, but My ID Care will. Now, My ID Care used to only protect large corporations, particularly international corporations. But it's only lately now that they're available to protect people like you and me. Learn more and get 15% off at my ID care slash mark promo code mark. That's a mouthful. Let me say it again. My ID care slash mark. Whoops, I already blew it. My ID My ID slash mark promo code mark. My ID slash mark promo code mark. Where it's easier than ever to enroll, and I want to strongly encourage you to do it. The government's not going to protect you. It can't even protect itself. You need to take steps to protect yourself and get the best, and that is my ID care. Tom, Las Vegas, Nevada, one of my favorite places. XM Satellite, go. 
I'm just before entering Las Vegas. I'm a soldier stationed at Fayetteville, North Carolina, Fort Bragg. Yes, sir. Thank you. My the my my the mother of my children yeah. violated the law and got arrested in Bakersfield, California. Yeah. I got a notice that I either get to Bakersfield, California, to claim my children because they got separated from their mother within the next twenty hours. Or they get put into the foster care system, and it could take me nine to fourteen more days to get them back out of the foster care system. And I've been driving across the United States, listening to everybody cry and whine and complain. But I am defending their right to do that. But I don't have the same rights as the people that are coming across the border now. I this this is a this is a very important call. Because this happens all over the country, every day, multiple times a day, to American citizens, and nobody, nobody drops a tear for you. Nobody. Yeah, it's, it, it, it's ridiculous. I, I, I just can't believe how we've come from where we were to where we are now. I'll make my points real quick. The very First Amendment was drafted by our forefathers because if you lived in a country where you said you hate the queen or you hate the leadership, you got beheaded, you got whatever it was. So we needed to be able to tell our government we didn't like what they were saying and we didn't like what they were doing. But the very Second Amendment was we lived in a country where the only people that had weapons were the government and the criminals. We couldn't defend ourselves. So the very second amendment was we need to be able to form a militia to defend ourselves for, from a No, 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 we're, 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 we're mixing up a few things. Actually, we were able to own weapons. The colonists did own weapons. They owned weapons for a long, long time. And uh, with respect to the militia, uh, they wanted to ensure, uh, both uh, at the debate in Philadelphia and the ratification, that the states, because remember, the states were preeminent, not this new government, the states. The states created the federal government, that the states would be able to protect themselves. And I find it ironic that the liberals keep pointing that. See, it's not about individuals. It's about the states and the state militia. They don't even understand what they're talking about. Tom, I wish you all the luck in the world. I appreciate your call, my friend. Be safe and good luck. Frank, Albany, New York, the great WDGJ. Go. Yes, good evening, Mr. Levin. Thank you for taking my call. You got it. I'm I'm a former foster care parent, did it for 16 years, my wife and I. Had mm-hmm. over 200 children go through our house. Wow. Adopted five, took guardianship of three more. Wow. Plus had our own three. Mm-hmm. And I've seen what the previous caller was just talking about happen so many times, and I agree with him. And yet we got to listen to these people cry and whine and complain about it. And what you're saying is there, there, there are so many occasions in which American citizen parents are separated from their kids. The kids are brought into foster care or taken in by the state some way, somehow, and we never hear a damn thing. Exactly. And, the other, the other and, and, and by the way, we never hear about the kids of individuals who are prosecuted and sentenced and go to prison in this country either. Of course, the, the answer for the Democrats on the left will be, we'll let them out of prison too. But I'm quite serious about this. We do not spend time talking about American citizens, their plight, their children, uh, what they have to do 
the way we're so busy talking about illegal aliens. And the reason is the Democrats drive the agenda. The demagogues and the media drive the agenda. This is part of the Democrat base. Uh, Endless cycles of amnesty for illegal aliens. That's what they're all about. All right, Frank. Wonderful family to do what you did, Frank. God bless you, my friend. Ladies and gentlemen, we salute our armed forces, police officers, firefighters, and emergency personnel. I'll meet you right here tomorrow. What do you say? Same time, same place. God bless you and take care.